Hello, this is Alicia Sam and you're watching HW News. Welcome to South Connect. This is our weekly show where we get to you interesting and important news from across the five states in the southern India. Let's begin with Karnataka. Karnataka Chief Minister Baswaraj Bommai on Friday said a total of 12 people have lost their lives so far in various rain-related incidents since June 1. As torrential rains continue to batter several parts of the state, the CM who chaired a meeting of district in charge ministers and deputy commissioners of 13 rain-affected districts to review the situation there said rains will continue for another 3 to 4 days at various places across the state. As he also instructed officials to take necessary precautions cautionary measures and to conduct a relief and rescue operations immediately officials in the district bordering maharashtra have been asked to maintain contact with their counterparts there regarding the release of water from dams following reports of heavy rains in the neighboring states also there is a interstate committee to monitor and coordinate things For the last 3 to 4 days there have been more than normal rains in coastal mainland and interior regions of the state causing damage to lives and properties according to information received there have been heavy rains and flood like situation in 13 districts and 17 talukas in them bommai said Anti-corruption bureau additional director general of police adgp simnath Kumar Singh has filed a petition in the Karnataka High Court seeking to expunge the remarks made by a single judge against him and the state ACB during the hearing of a bail petition in connection with the bribery case the petitioner is deeply hurted by the oral observation made by the learned single judge which has caused a severe dent to the reputation of the petitioner and also that of the ACB the petition said On June 30 during the hearing of the bail petition of deputy tehsildar mahesh in connection with bribery case singh was asked to be personally present before justice hp sandesh in karnataka high court the high court had sought to know why dcj majunath was not made an accused in the case following which the court was promised that he would be made a party in the case seeking necessary directions to the learned single judge to consider the bail petition on merits without going beyond the scope of the petition singh noted that the judge was making remarks that are violating his fundamental rights Next in the row is we have Kerala. Swapna Suresh, a key accused in the Kerala gold smuggling case, has made another fresh allegations and approached the Kerala High Court, saying that the police allegedly harassed her during interrogation, forcing her to disclose the details of a Section 164 statement. Swapna had earlier approached the court seeking to quash an FIR registered against her for allegedly conspiring to cause a riot in the state through her recent revelations. In her plea before the high court Swapna alleged that the police threatened her that if she did not leave her job at HRDS and get rid of her advocate they would arraign her and an accused in all the 770 cases registered all over Kerala in the wake of agitation conducted by opposition political parties against the chief minister This is nothing but illegal and unjustifiable because of harassment by the police in the name of investigation meted out to the staff of HRDS the NGO in which the petitioner was working has terminated her service said the plea filed through her lawyer She sought the court direction to the police from harassing her in the name of investigation so as to coerce the petitioner from disclosing the details of 164 statement and removing the counsel 
When Lulu Mall asked their customers to lose themselves in the midnight sale, they did not anticipate the sheer volume of people that would flood into their outlets. Thousands of shoppers made their way into mall to avail of a special 50% discount videos of which left the internet bewildered. The mall was open for public from 11.59pm on July 6 till the dawn of July 7. Incredible footages were seen from Tiruvannapuram and Kochi outlets of the mall with thousands of people either scrambling to get the best deals or waiting in never-ending queues. Videos shared on Twitter showed the mall staff unable to control the frenzied crowds. They were pushed to the side as the swell of shoppers entered. Now we have another is Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu BJP State Executive Committee member Sodha Mani was arrested for a tweet by the cyber crime wing of Central Crime Branch Police on Saturday, July 9 at her residence in Chulai Medu, Chennai. She had shared an old video on social media earlier this year which allegedly incited communal hatred. According to reports, earlier this year, the former news anchor, a BJP women functionary, had shared a post by an unknown person. She retweeted another person's video which alleged that only Hindu temples are being removed in state citing high court orders over removal of encroachments, while other religious institutions are not demolished. While retweeting this video, she mentioned Teriyama Vidyal. In Tamil, it means courage for sunrise, which directly connects with the ruling DMK party as it is used video for its assembly election campaign. The Central University of Tamil Nadu in Tiruvar has expelled an MSc final year student from the university hostel, allegedly for organizing a torch-bearing protest in which students had held placards against Prime Minister Narendra Modi. The expelled students in part of student organization named the Freedom Speaker Study Circle, which had organized protests on April 11 to condemn the attack on JNU students by the ABVP during Ram Navami. One placard used during the protest had a cartoon of Modi which said, Modi face of Indian terrorism. Three months after the incident, one of the students who organized this protest has now been expelled from the university hostel. According to the students at the university, approximately 300 students had taken part in the protest which started at 7pm on April 11. An open discussion was also held on this matter. Students had raised several placards and slogans as part of the protest, a few of which were against the BJP government. Moving on to our next state, that is Andhra Pradesh. YS Jagan Mohan Reddy was on Saturday, July 9th, elected the president of Lifetime Yuvajana Samrika Ritu Congress Party. The process was completed on the concluding day of YSRCP's two-day plenary after the party constitution has been amended to enable Jagan's election as president for a lifetime. Jagan established the YSRCP in March 2011 after quitting Congress. Ever since, he has been continuing as a party president with his mother, Vijayamma, as an honorary president. Jagan was elected the YSRCP president at the party plenary in 2017. Vijayamma resigned from the honorary president's post on Friday reportedly due to an ongoing rift in the family. She said she was quitting the YSRCP to stand by her daughter, Sharmila, who is now heading the YSRCP. Telangana party in the neighbouring state. The YSRC will now be have to seek the election commission of India's not to let Jagan be the party chief for life. After the Telangana police raided a spot where cockfights were organised allegedly by former TDP MLA Chintamanini Prabhakar, the ex 
TDP leader denied news of his involvement. However, on Thursday, July 7, the police released videos from the raid which showed the Chintamani Prabhakar was at the scene where the cockfight was being organized. The cockfight was arranged at a mango grove in Pantacheru near Hyderabad. About 70 people had gathered there on the night on Wednesday, July 6. Acting on a tip-off, police raided the place and detained 21 people, while around 50 others, including Prabhakar, reportedly managed to escape. After news reports of the incident emerged, Prabhakar took to social media to deny his involvement in the cockfight and asked his opponents to deal with the political issues rather than spread fake news. Moving on to the next and the last state we have is Telangana. With heavy to very heavy rainfall expected in Telangana, the IMD has declared that there is a flash flood risk in the state from the morning of Sunday, July 10 till the evening of July 11. The flash flood risk alert will be in place till 5.30pm on Monday. There is a moderate to high risk in few watershed areas in Kumuram, Bean, Asifabad, Nirmal, Nizamabad, Pidapalli, Rajana Sirsila, Jayashankar Bhupalpalli and Mulgu districts in the next 24 hours, said the IMD bulletin issued on Sunday morning. On Monday, July 11, heavy to very heavy rain is likely to occur at isolated places in Adilabad, Kumaran Bhim and many other districts. Heavy to very heavy rain is likely to occur in isolated places in Mulgu, Badradik, Kota Mugin and much more districts. A day after a violent confrontation between Adivasi farmers and forest department officials over the ownership of forest land in Telangana's Manchurial district, Adivasi organization Tudum Deba gave an band call urging all Adivasi welfare organization to block government offices in the erstwhile United Adilabad region on Monday, July 11. A tense situation prevailed in Kopaya Shuddham of Dandipalli Mandal in the district on Thursday, July 7, when Forest Department personnel descended on the village and attempted to destroy the huts erected by the farmers on the disputed forest land. The aggrieved farmers resisted and were dragged and detained by the forest personnel, leading to chaos and panic. One person doused himself with petrol and threatened to set himself on fire. Videos of the incident show the forest personnel forcibly evicting women as well. In one video, women is seen attempting to attack a forest department staff member with a stick. That's all for South Connect today. For more such updates, keep watching our channel at Shopping News Network. Whatever your views are, do let us know in the comment section below. Take care of yourselves. Thank you.